Hello and welcome to Catholic Parents Online, a podcast where we share tips and resources on Catholic parenting. This is brought to you by the Theology of the Body Parenting Team of the Apostolate for Catholic Truth. Presented with the lens of the Theology of the Body, we will see how we can be a sincere gift of ourselves to our kids in ways that will help them find true happiness and flourish in accordance with God's wonderful plan for each and every one of them. My name is John Hui and I'm your host for this podcast. Let us ask ourselves this question. What kind of husband would we want our daughter to marry? Or what kind of wife would we like our son to marry? I would venture to think that we would like their spouse to be kind, generous, just, prudent, able to exercise self-control and self-sacrificing, right? In a sense, we would like our child's spouse to love him or her as Christ loves each and every one of us. Well, then that is what we should aim for our own children, so that they too can love their future spouses as Christ would love. In other words, we would want our children to be strong in the virtues and chaste. And this is the goal of sexuality education. But what is chastity in the first place? The word chastity has been very much misunderstood and even ridiculed in the culture of today. It is often seen as a repression of our innermost desires, a list of prohibitions preventing us from satisfying the deepest yearning of our hearts for love and union. Yet, properly understood, it is anything but that. As the Catechism tells us, chastity is a virtue. It is a firm and stable disposition to love as God loves in a total gift of self, in all our masculinity and in all our femininity. In other words, chastity is a virtue that frees us for authentic love. Now, we might ask, what is freedom? Many of us think that having freedom means having the license to do whatever we want, right? Yet, St. John Paul II explains to us that True freedom consists not in doing what we like, but in having the right to do what we ought. In other words, having the right to do right, liberated from the constraints of our sinful selves, in order that we can love as God loves. You would remember the example we brought up of the concert pianist in our episode on discipline? How she exercised her freedom to practice on the piano for hours on end, even making many sacrifices in doing so, such that in the end, the music that she freely plays is so magnificent and beautiful that it can lift us up to the heavens. Extrapolated to the realm of chastity, it would mean that we practice authentic love regularly, consistently, in such a way that we will in time achieve true freedom to love properly and effortlessly. And the love that we give will be so beautiful, it will lift our beloved to the heavens, where we are all called to be in the wedding of the Lamb. Now, is chastity only for priests and religious and singles? Absolutely not. The virtue of chastity is for everyone, married or unmarried. Chastity is not merely about saying no to sex. Chastity is really about saying yes to God's plan for our sexuality. It is a virtue that frees us for authentic love 
and helps us make a sincere gift of ourselves to others, according to the state of life we are in. How do you do that? Singles live out this virtue by being a loving gift to people around them. They avoid sexual intercourse, which is reserved for those who are married, since sexual intercourse is essentially the consummation and the renewal of a couple's wedding vows. Consecrated celibates forego marriage, and thus sexual intercourse, not because it is bad, but by foregoing this good, they are able to give themselves to God alone, the highest good, with a total and undivided heart, mind and body. And married couples are also called to chastity in marriage. They do this by loving each other as God loves in and through their bodies, giving themselves exclusively to each other till death do they part, as they promised each other in their wedding vows. The four aspects of their wedding vows, that is to love one another freely, totally, faithfully and fruitfully, are consummated and renewed in and through their bodies every time they engage in conjugal intercourse. Now, can chastity be mastered once and for all? The good news is that with God's grace, we can master our impulses and direct them to the good. The possibly not so good news is that we can never consider chastity acquired once and for all during our earthly life. For it presupposes renewed effort and fortitude, and may I say prayer too, at all stages of life as the Catechism tells us. We have seen so many examples of lives around us, and even in our own lives, when we fall, especially when we think we have made it, and in our pride, fail to turn to Christ continually for His saving grace and help. So allow me to summarize what we have discussed so far. 1. Chastity is the goal of sexuality education because it is a virtue that frees us to love as God loves in the total gift of self in and through our bodies, in all our masculinity and in all our femininity. 2. Chastity is for everyone. And 3. We need Christ's grace and mercy to help us master chastity all the time. By now you are probably asking, yeah, yeah, so chastity is the goal of sexuality education, but how can we help our children attain this goal? To do that, we must form our children in the human or cardinal virtues, namely temperance, justice, fortitude, and prudence. Why? Because chastity flows from and is strengthened by these virtues. How? Well, we will share more of this at the next episode as we continue our journey in sexuality education. So perhaps for our reflection today, let us ask ourselves, in what areas of my life do I need Jesus to help me in? so that I can live the virtue of chastity in a way that will be liberating for me and a witness to my children? Till we meet again, take care and may God bless you and your family always. Bye for now.